You're listening to episode 295 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. Communication seems to be a theme that's coming up in my life recently, but personal life aside, communication is a strength that we all need to continuously develop in life. Thankfully for us, this week's guest is helping us learn how to communicate effectively, grow into a positive mindset even when the situation feels limiting, and also how we can be seen and heard. Cass Thomas is a successful business entrepreneur and communication expert. The depth and range of her life and career experiences inspires people to explore more choices and find the changes they are looking for. It is her mission in life to strengthen the unity of choice and change. She inspires clients to discover their unique brand of magic. This week's episode is brought to you by Spiritually Seeking. When you go to spiritually-seeking.com and enter the promo code podcast at checkout, you can save 20% on items such as card readings, life guidance sessions, and numerology report. Simply head to spiritually-seeking.com and enter the promo code podcast at checkout. Are you ready to meet the beautifully energetic Cass Thomas? You know what to do. (laughs) Tune in, turn it up, let's go. Hey, Cass, welcome to the show. I am excited to have you join me today. Thank you so much. It is a delight and pleasure to be here with you. Well, Cass, you serenaded me with the most amazing song to get our conversation started with these two lovely men. But aside of that, you're an entrepreneur, an author, a life coach, a radio personality, an access conscious facilitator just to name a few. I'm sure there is more, but I'm curious to know, um, was the entrepreneur life always part of your path? Is this what, say, 18-year-old Cass saw doing with her life? Yes, it actually has been uh, always a part of my life. I'm so glad you asked that question because a lot of times we don't even acknowledge that, right? Right. I was just thinking in grad school when I started... um, when I started uh, taking theatrical management courses, my professor was writing notes about me while I was doing the presentation in French. And I said to her, no, 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 that's not what I said. And she said, what do you speak French? And we started a theater together. <laughs> so, wow! <laughs> she was opening up a new theater off of Broadway theater. So we started a theater together. And uh, I was already with my first husband and he was a the- uh, director. Um, so we did do some stuff together. So I guess, yes, entrepreneurial has been part of my it's life. Always been there. Yeah. So what got you to, to shifting your focus into this? Because do you still own that theater? <laughs> no, however, um, it did. Um, one of the things, sometimes we have so many experiences in different fields that we don't really, you know, it, they keep knocking on our door. We keep answering the door and then we realize, wow okay, I've worked with directors and videos. And my uh, ex-husband was a um, theater director as well, off-Broadway, great show with Morgan Freeman's uh, former wife. Yeah, and Morgan Freeman was doing his, um, the Driving Miss Daisy at the time on Broadway. So he would run over after the show and see how we were doing with the theater. Oh my gosh. yeah, years. Then I went into the hotel industry for um, many years, almost 10 years. And um, a year and a half later, I moved to Italy and there was an American guy here. 
And he was like, hey, you've worked in you know, management and in uh, hospitality. I want to do a film. Uh, can we open up a production company together? So it's, you know, the entertainment industry has always like been, been there. Yeah. And it's such an interesting way to communicate with people yes. through entertainment. Yeah. I think it's important to note that th we do have that power to change tracks. Like, I think sometimes we have this preconceived notion that where we are is where we're going to have to stay and to be. I know for me growing up, it was the, the men in my family, like you get one job, you stick with it for the rest of your life. And unless something happens to that job, you don't really have a reason to go elsewhere. And that was what was kind of sold to me as a child, that, that you find it, you stick with it. And I think we sometimes forget that we, ha we have the permission and we have the power to step outside of it and try something new. But a lot of that starts with a mindset shift first. So Absolutely. how do we shift and, and to really be okay with saying like, okay, wait a second, this isn't working for me or, Hey, I was meant for something more. And how do we get into that frame of mind? Absolutely. And, you know, I love that you're talking about stepping out because I do three steps program, step oh, in yes. your life, step up and recognize your talents and abilities and step out with different topics. And oh. it's absolutely the um, willingness to choose things that are in line with you, in line with your vibration. That's why I love that mind business and your life, uh, because a lot of times, just like you say, we're following somebody else's pathway, right. you know, and so maybe it's not just the same job. I just want to say it may be the same career yeah. that, you know, that you're in this business, in this type of business. So to continue that, yeah. and there's something that shows up that is a discomfort. It may show up uh, emotionally. It may show up even as an illness. It may show up as, you know, um, uh, depression. But when something like that shows up in your life, and it took me a while to remember to ask this question, <laughs> is this the change I've been asking for? Mm. Showing up in a different way than I expected. Because you might be losing a job, you might be changing partners, you might um, have um, had an accident. Something may have shown up and it's sort of like your world, your life, shaking you to say, hey, hello, will you consider us? Will mm -hmm. you consider the life? Will you consider what brings you ease? What brings you joy? What makes you happy? Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you cannot um, work with that and turn that into a business that works for you. Yeah. And it might not always be a business that brings you money, but it doesn't mean you only have to have one business. That's true. Because there might be a business <clears throat> that you have that brings you so much joy that it allows you to go into your other business and make lots of money because you're such an invitation. So yes. just consider that. <laughs> that you no, know, that is a really great point too, because I think that's also something that's sold to business owners, entrepreneurs, is like you find your niche and you stick with that. And for me as a person, I find myself getting antsy. I am very much that person that's like, okay, now I've done something, what's next? You know, so to, to then be like, well, I was this and now I'm that I can only be this, you know, like I can only be a social media marketer for the rest of my life, but I, but I'm done being a social media marketer. What else is there for me? You know? So I think, is this like the whole stepping in? Is that like step one is stepping into your possibilities then? Absolutely. And acknowledging how it is that you see the world, mm. you know what I mean? Which is unique. A lot of times we consider that 
<clears throat> something that's wrong, a limitation, something that we don't want to share with people. But there's nobody that does you better than you. Mm -hmm. There's nobody that does you like you. So yeah. when you step in and acknowledge, and it may be you said, uh, you know, uh, anxiety or something like that, that is might be a unique brand of magic that you have, oh. that when something is knocking at your door or something is popping up for you or something is right in front of your eyes yeah. <laughs> that you're like yeah. not even acknowledging that um how does that show up for you so it's a great great question to say hmm what exactly is going on here that if I weren't being distracted right yeah. by anxiety or something I would actually see it and the moment you ask um something like that someone will call you Right. I do. Yeah. Sometimes I do, you know, workshops on how to develop more um, money in your life. Yeah. And somebody's phone will ring during the workshop and they get a little embarrassed and try to, you know, click off the phone. I said, don't click off the phone. <laughs> yeah. Answer that phone. You're, you were working you on this. Asked. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. And, you know, I think that's also something that we're really great at is ignoring it for so long. And I, this may, by the time this comes out, I, I don't remember the order of episodes, but uh, yesterday I spoke to Bob Doyle and he is a featured expert um, on the book, The Secret. He was in the movie and um, I have been, it's been in the back of my mind of leaning more into brain rewiring. So one week I had within one week, three guests pop up in my emails, all wanting to talk about brain rewiring. And I brushed it off. Like, you know, it was like one of those, like, okay, like have this conversation. I'm interested. I start reading the books. Right. And then it's like, I set it to the side. And then it was like, the universe is like, knock, knock, knock. Did you not hear me? You know? So then it was like, I have this like deja vu groundhog day type thing where I'm having almost the same repeat day happen. But this time it was like, oh, the universe is like, okay, what do you need? Like a big name to come in. And like, so then there was like Bob Doyle, he comes in. And he's shifting away from the law of attraction into brain rewiring. And I just had that moment. I was like, how many more times do you need this to come up? To listen Absolutely. To it? And, and it will come up again in a different right? way. So it's yeah. not, oh, it, wait, sometimes it did. people think. Yes, I've cast last night. I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast with Jewel on it. And I, I don't even know why, like it, I have no idea what made me click on it. And she was talking about brain rewiring. And I was like, <laughs> you know, it's like, so it, it's like, it's going to keep coming up. It will keep coming up. And I think it's important to pay attention and then to lean in because the more you lean away, it's like the universe is like, no, 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 I'm, like, I'm going to pull you back. Exactly. So that's that stepping in. And so you're, yeah. you're talking about to step up and acknowledge, okay, great. This is what's showing up for me. How would I like to? step out and be seen and heard in the world and allow others to be seen and heard um, in the world in a very different way. And there's, and you know, we're all here on this uh, planet at this time. So uh, we we're home. Yes. And so it's nice when you're home and you're willing to really let your vibe get out there in the world. And I just wanted to say one thing about, you know, working in social media, how it's not um, such a limited <laughs> field yeah. hello yeah. how many so when you're finished with the brain rewiring there'll be like a hundred other hundred more you, things because, yeah. you say, because you have so yeah. much or coaching on that you know exactly. what a contribution can can that be to people as well it's, it's so true but what you had just touched on of being seen and heard I mean clearly with your background and clearly with this this podcast I am a huge proponent of communication and I'm unsure though that healthy communication is 
really taught to us throughout life as a life skill, because many people, they come from families who had communication issues. Some come from families where they were screamed at, right? It was a screaming family. Um, So that screaming is how they're heard. Or maybe they retreat into silence because they feel like they're not being heard. So why say anything? So how can we effectively communicate so that we are being heard, but also seen at the same time? You know, I work so much with communication. My first book is Seven Steps to Flawless Communication, right? Mm. And it, um, the first phase, the first two steps are tricky ways to invite people to have a presence in their life with themselves. And communication, all of it starts with us. You know, if you're willing to be in communication with yourself and recognize who and what you are, and also to um, connect with your intuition, you know, and be willing to recognize when something is the right choice for you. It doesn't mean it's the right choice for everyone, right. but it is the right choice for you. And just like you said, which I know that you are so doing this uh, now, just like you said, I don't know why I was listening to that last night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just chose to start listening to this last night and I don't know why. And then all of a sudden, boom, you obviously connected with you because you would have chosen that moment to make a phone call when they started talking about brain rewiring. Had not been connected with you and say, ah, okay, great. Thank you for that. That's what I was wanting to hear. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think that we should... How do you think that we strengthen our intuition though? Because it is very easy to kind of silence that voice or on the flip side, people are like, I don't, I don't know if my, I don't know if my, it's my intuition or is it my fear, right? Is it my intuition saying no, 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 no. Or is it my fear and my ego saying no, 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 no. But it's a tricky way. So one of the, um, one of the ways is uh, my, the step two in that seven steps book is to talk to your body. And a lot of people say, I don't really get anything from my body. Well, when you eat something, when you go to eat, how do you know when it's time to eat? How do you know when it's time to sleep? How do you know, you know, when it's time to go wash your hands, as the British say, (laughs) you know what I mean? So you you, um, you are actually connected with your intuition. And you're so right. There's so many things from our past that may have shown up um, that we were made wrong for, but it was actually our our knowing. And I just say this, I remember when I was six years old, we were changing houses and my dad and my uncles were outside and I just walked up and I said, are you guys drunk? And my mom, the one time in life, she gave me a smack. Yeah. So how many times do we made wrong for actually expressing something that we know, right? Mm -hmm. So um, part of that intuition also in talking to your body is knowing if somebody is actually able to hear it. And that's what uh, I do in my communication. If we can look at things from other people's perspectives, you know, if you're, we're being yelled at all the time by your parents, is it because they were yelled at also? And is that what they consider the way to communicate. I do a lot of um, a lot of workshops around the world. I had two women working together, and one was, you know, being really um, loud, yeah. and the other one said to me, "Look, I don't want to work with her because I don't want anyone to be loud with me." And the other one said, "I'm so sorry. They always told me I talk too softly." You know what I mean? So that's oh, why I'm talking loud with you. Right? You know what I mean? So just just giving an example of communication is always a two way street. It starts with you. 
but it's not just about getting your point across to people. And this is in business too, especially for business managing. Um, it's also being willing to hear what other people are communicating to you. And it's not always just through the words that they are saying. Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> and I think it's like body language and tone and it, it all comes together. But I listening is a skill. It's a skill that I feel I have developed. I, I can listen back even on older podcast episodes when I started, right? And and I've noticed just how I have grown as a listener and communicator, but it's a skill that we have to work on. What what makes a good listener, do you think? And and how, if you're on the receiving end, can you help someone feel heard and seen? Well, it's in, in you know, sometimes we are looking at trying to be interesting, mm. you know, and becoming a good listener is to be interested. You know, my, um, each and every one of us, like I said, has um, our, you know, in business, we say your unique selling uh, point, you know, and right. I talk about your unique brand of magic, you know, yeah. and one of the ways of connecting with you and, and really being present with your intuition, the step one in the seven steps is what is your unique brand of magic? What is mm. the way you do something? that maybe everyone on the planet does. Well, maybe not everyone brushes their teeth, but it could be something like that, right? Right. But how do you do it in a different way? What do you do when you wake up? We all wake up in the morning, hopefully, right? How do you, what do you do that's in a different way? It's a subtle way of getting people to recognize that even if you're doing the same job, the same business, the same activities as someone else, the way you do it is quite unique. Right. I told you we're preparing this song, right? For yes. right. Then thing <laughs> I, with Richard's book. I got the little clip from it. It was like seriously the best start to my day. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a professional singer. I've worked with professional singers. That's another part of the this sort of live events and, and films right. and stuff. I work with professional singers and they always love singing with me because they don't feel like there's anyone intimidated by it. But the way I sing as not a professional singer is different. My voice is different, the way I communicate. So you don't have to be as good as someone else because mm -hmm. someone else's job is already taken. <laughs> They're them. <Yeah. laughs> you know? Your job is, is your life, is that's your business and, and you're willing to really acknowledge your magic. So that is something, it's a um, small thing to notice just listing some of the things that maybe you think you've done wrong. You know, maybe you've been accused of doing wrong. My my family used to tell me, you give everything away. We buy you stuff, you give it all away, you know? Mm -hmm. my, my dad told me, you dry, you, you're so sensitive uh, to people when they're, you know, you, you cry at the drop of a hat. Yeah. You know, my teachers used to tell my parents, she's doing great in school. Her grades are great, but she talks to everyone. Yeah. You know, so she As if talks this is like a bad thing, right? Like it talks to everyone. <laughs> always talking to everyone, gives everything away and very sensitive. And what do I do? I travel the world. I do lots of things online, being really sensitive to what's going on with people and what will be a contribution to them. Right. Talking to everyone and anyone, right? <laughs> and giving everything away that I can. So yeah. what is, so you might want to, how do you connect with your intuition? Maybe you want to, this is one of the things I talk about the workshop, write down what maybe you feel is a, bad thing about you or limitation 
put it aside and then look at it later and see if you could see it from a different perspective. What have you identified as something that is not uh, a quality that actually is a quality for you? And I hope that example is a it's a contribution. No, I think that's that's amazing and it resonates with me. And right now I have two young daughters who are always the, the chatty Cathy's in school, right? They, they, they get the great grades and it's always like, oh, well, you know, they were talking and I'm like, okay, but I'm not going to punish them for talking. You know, I may say, make sure the other students finish their work too. So like you're not being distracting to them. That's different, but I don't want to repress their voice. I, that's not right. I like, I want them to know there is power in using your voice. And I think a lot of times, like when we're trying to stand up to these societal norms of what's good, what's bad, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. We are repressing a lot of our magic, our innate God-given gifts that, you know, we're supposed to share with the world. But then when someone tells you don't, and here we go to that brain rewiring, right? Like you're creating that neuro pathway that then every time it kicks back to you and you're like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that because someone else told you no, but it's your, it's your inner truth saying, no, say it, do it. Like, exactly. this is good. Exactly. And what is the contribution that your daughters are being to those other students that maybe nobody would talk to, right. or maybe the tone of their voice is something that relaxes them. Those uh, students. So, how do we get back to our intuition? Because it's not like we haven't already always had it, yeah. um, but we have, you know, pushed it back, stepped it back, and that is part of that stepping up, that second step, stepping up in your life and acknowledging how many things that you have been aware of that maybe are beyond uh, definition. You know what I mean? Maybe are beyond. Uh, description, categorization, you know, however, um, they've got you to where you are. Every single thing that we've done, whether it's been quote unquote a failure and mistake or a mistake (laughs) has got you to where you are now. And now what are the various possibilities that could show up in your life that will give you more choices to really Mm. be a contribution to you, to be a contribution uh, to others and to the world? So when we step out, when we're on the third step, I imagine that you're stepping out as your most authentic self at this point, because you have stepped in, you've stepped up, and then now it's time to step out. So what, what do you have to do to then step out and make sure that like, Hey, you have strong boundaries, right? Like you're not going to step back like 10 steps, because I think sometimes we'll put our toe out, right? Like kind of test the waters. And it's like, Oh gosh, I can't do this. And maybe all those fears come back up or that inner voice or those stories that our parents told us, or someone else has like imprinted on us we can want to take that step back. So how do we really step out then? And how often do we want to step back when we step out without stepping in first? Ooh. And that's why it's always something that, um, that uh, I start with having people really connect with, with their vibe so that they know that they can never be wrong. Mm. They may be uh, um, sorry that it was not convenient for someone else. But what works for you, you have to really be clear about that so that when you begin stepping up and acknowledging uh, the various things, stepping out, you never feel wrong. Even if somebody says something that seems like a judgment, like those things I mentioned, that seems like a judgment, you're willing to see it from a different perspective because you're not only willing to be seen and willing to be heard when you step out. 
you're actually willing to see and hear other people. And, and that's why I invite, perception. Absolutely. And that's why I invite people to look. I mean, I can tell you 25 things that are magical about you. Yeah. <laughs> are Back you to able the, to see? Yeah, yes. not, 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 we're not always um, able and willing to note what's magical about us. Mm-hmm. But you know, that is, and sometimes people think, oh, I don't want to be, you know, so concentrated on myself. But that gives you such a potency and yeah. a genuine and authentic connection with you that you recognize, you know what, I'm different and I've got some magic. So other people do too. Mm-hmm. And the way you approach other people, even if they seem to be um, quote unquote offensive, the way you approach them is without resistance and without putting up walls and barriers and boundaries and saying, wow, what, what made you say that? Yeah. And they're waiting for you to be into re- reaction, but you're not <clears throat> because you know that there's every experience that shows up for you is a contribution. Like Nelson Mandela said, you can't lose. You either win or you learn something. Yeah. 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 I love that. And I think it's also important to note that when we're talking about our contributions, we, we kind of have to get clear on the person that we want to be. You know, I think that we can get stuck in the person that we are or those stories that that we tell ourselves how do you how do you get clear on the contribution that you want to even bring to the world and and doing that yeah there's different ways and and there's so many different ways i don't um, give just one answer i've got three of course right so <laughs> yeah cuz it all works for different is, yeah. what is what is um, you can ask yourself what is my mission in life why am i here you know, if today were the first day or the last day of my life. What would I like to um, leave uh, on this in this world? You know, and if I'm gone, when I'm gone, what is it that I would like people to remember about me? Yeah. You know, there's so many different ways to um, to go about this, and a hundred others. But this perhaps is what popped for me, following my intuition. So hopefully, and I love the little the the breath you took yeah. when 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 I said that. What um. When I'm I'm gone, she was such a lovely um, person. This is what the gift she was for me. Mm. And doesn't that nurture your being here? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. And it's sometimes we just need to take those mindful moments too, to just really, really lean into our own magic. And like you said before, it's, it's very easy to identify other people's magic. I think we're so great at that. Just like when that friend calls you and she's having the worst day ever and you give her the best advice ever. And then you're like, dang, why don't I give myself that advice? You know, like, why am I not listening to myself? We have this innate ability to like, to preach, but not often practice what we preach. And I'm, I always sometimes have to get, put myself in check and I'm like, Okay, am I practicing or I preach? But I need to preach, but I need to practice as well. It can, it can go both ways. You can speak about it while you're going through it and be like, I'm I'm learning, right? The best learners are always learning. The best healers are always healing. It, it's like that onion that just keeps being pulled back. Absolutely. And I love that you listen to your podcast because you might say, oh, who is that doing that podcast? Is yeah. that me? Did I say that? <laughs> When I listen to playback sometimes, because like, as you and I are having the conversation, I'm present in the moment. So I'm, I'm focused on, on all of things. Like all of my senses are aware. Um, My brain is thinking of questions being engaged. But when I go back as a listener and like, I'm maybe editing or trying to pull quotes out, I have a different experience. 
I pick up on different things that maybe I missed the first time or I'm like, whoa, whoa, that was good. Whether it's from you or me, I'm like, hmm, who was that talking? But I also have recognized the more that I open myself up, it's, it's more channeled through me. I, I can feel the message channeled through me and it's not my ego talking. It's not, you know, just a show or a facade that I'm putting on. It's my authentic self. Therefore, authenticity really breathes and shines my, my full light in this, in this zone. And sometimes I think you, you don't really notice it while you're in it, right? <laughs> right, exactly. We, yeah. we know what we were when I, and what we are is, is, is very active. And also, once you articulate something or um, write it down, then it gets such clarity to the universe, God, Allah, Buddha, whoever, you know what I mean? And the angels and the, the trees and the birds and the bees. And so what starts appearing in your life has a lot more resonance with what you were willing to acknowledge. Oh, this is what you'd like to see. Boom. Oh, this is what he would like to receive. Boom. You know, and it starts showing up. It's like um, before we're willing to acknowledge something, the, the, the presence or the existence of, uh, of something, how can we see the gifts that are already in our lives that we can, we can use? So yeah. choosing um, in every 10 seconds, what is it that will bring you more ease, more joy and more glory in your life will be amazing. Yeah, and I, and I think that a lot of times people are still stuck in that, that we think, feel, and then act, but actually we feel first and whether we're we are conscious of it or not that's actually what happens we feel first then we think and then we act so like you said your body's always talking to you it's that intuition so you know it you you know it in your gut when something is good or bad and you may not have a reason attached to why it is but not everything needs a reason just like no is a statement by itself, right? Like we don't need to have an excuse attached to it. No means no. So I think we sometimes forget about that. And that's genius. It's total genius uh, what you said. And it's so uh, true also for me is we take these sensations, our, our bodies are these sensorial organisms that receive everything. And then if we try to, like you say, filter it into, you know, that nine, that 10% of our brain called the mind, you know what I mean? Then how much are we reducing? How much have we left out? You know, right. how, how often do we try to fit ourselves into that little um, field? So like you said, if it's just like, nope, I'm not exactly sure why, but nope, not at the moment. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and you got to be confident in self in that too, because I think, you know, I've said no so many times and someone's like, but why? And so really owe you an explanation but if you must know I don't know why you know it's just my body <laughs> telling me no and that may sound odd to you but I am very convicted in self and I know myself and it's a boundary at that point but Cass well, it's also an awareness and you know what yeah. the next time it shows up for you just a little uh, tip you might say it might not have anything to do with me why I said no maybe something's going to show up in your life um, since true. I didn't say yes to you, that wouldn't have had the space to show up had I not said no. Yes. So let me know. Keep me informed. Well, you know, that's actually, that actually happened. My friend recently invited me to um, a comedy club in DC and I, it was just going to be a lot of logistics getting there. And it was also my oldest daughter's birthday. And I was like, I, I just have to say no. Like I, you know, it's like, I, could I have made it? Yes. But like, it just, it felt like too much for what it was. 
comes to find out she gets a new boyfriend. He invites her to on a vacation the same time period. <laughs> so there it was. <laughs> like, you know, like I could have made it happen, but hey, since I said no, something else opened up for her. So you're right. It does happen. It happens Absolutely. often. And just being willing to say, well, truth. Truth is a great question to ask. Truth, yes. Truth, no. Truth, do I expand my business in this direction? Truth, yes. Truth, no. Truth, do I choose this for my dinner? Truth, yes. Truth, no. And your body will, you know, that talking to your body, um, when you start stepping into your life, you begin to know a language that your body communicates to you with that only the two of you um, know. And it's once you begin that stepping in and connecting with you, um, you never get bored again. And you actually never run into boring people. It's amazing. Oh yeah, I man. And what, who wants to go back to a boring person after after you've had so many interesting people in life? You know, like and, and you have an invitation for what and whom you considered boring. You say, "Wow, how could you possibly be boring? I wonder what your unique brand of magic is." <laughs> yeah. yet, you know, hasn't and, been pulled out of you yet, right? And when you're willing to approach someone like that, the communication just expands beyond and this is about sitting out yeah I love that Cass tell us about your new book dances with the riches dancing with riches oh dancing Dancing with riches riches. dancing yes yes it's um it's a book it just came out in uh English believe it or not it came out in French two years ago I wrote it in English but a French publisher wanted it first and um it's it's a how-to book just the the things what we have been talking uh, about also how to be in uh, communion with yourself, um, with your body. A lot of times we have judgments about our body with in relationships with people, with money and business, and how to um, know how to live your life purposefully. And uh, there's so many of the tools um, of um, access consciousness questions. It's not something that you have to follow. It's not the answer. It's the question that ignites your answer that only you know for you. So it's um, it's a book about how to be in line with the energy of change uh, in the various areas of your life. And uh, it's really great. It's uh, It just came out in Spanish as well and uh, probably be coming out in a couple of other Crushing languages. Crushing it. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for the, the contribution it's being to people's uh, life because like this, I give ex- uh, lots of examples of different things uh, that have come up in my life yeah. in those various areas and then show you how to find out which is the right choice for you um, that you can make uh, that will uh, give you, like you were saying, that confidence to know that you've always known um, what's best for you. Yeah. Oh, well, I know we're getting limited on time, but you just have so much more to offer our audience. Will you tell them where they can grab your books and also to connect with you further? Absolutely. Well, the the, um, Dancing with Riches book in English, you can get that on Amazon. If you're in the States, you can also find it at Barnes and Noble or um, Schiffer Publishing um, published that out of Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, you can find another languages there too. And um, my first book is also um, on Amazon, Seven Steps to Flawless Communication. It's so small, honey. It's so small. You can read it in 20 minutes, 30 minutes, but I do have, um, I do have uh, workshops where you can really connect with that on there. And you can find me on casthomas.com. 
And if people uh, go there, there is a gift, a free gift for them on the, our website. And also that we talked about the three steps. So three steps.us. It's an amazing uh, program with a different topic every month and guests from around the world to just invite you to step in, step up and step out. Yeah. How beautiful. I'll be sure to link all of those in this week's episode Thank notes you. so that our audience has some easy clicks to find you and, and grab your book. Cass, I just love the work that you're doing. You are such a bright light and you're what I like to call a world shifter. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. And thank everyone for listening. Isn't Cass such a special soul? I learned so much from her and hope you did too. Remember to connect with Cass on your favorite social media site. I've linked her website and social channels on this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and be sure to leave the podcast a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you tune in and turn it up. I'm back on Friday for another episode of Fuel Your Life Friday. But until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.